0: It's the VML Voice, the official podcast of the Virginia Municipal League. I'm your host, Rob Bullington. Welcome. In this episode, we visit with some of the members of the League's Board of Directors. Now, I know that some of you might wonder why we would take the time to visit with the choir, so to speak. Shouldn't we be looking at people and events farther afield? Well, yes. And we'll get back to that soon, I promise. But bear with me for this episode, because... We are taking this opportunity to let you know why elected officials and local government staff from across the Commonwealth have decided to add one more thing to their busy lives by choosing to serve on VML's board or committees. Spoiler alert, it's because they believe, as I do, that VML is essential to making the Commonwealth work for everyone. But I'll let them speak for themselves on this point. Now before we get started, I should let you know that some of the folks you will hear from have been on the board for years. Others are brand new. But whether veterans or new recruits, they all share the same mission, to make your organization the best it can be. So let's start with this question. What leads someone to want to take the time to be part of VML? First, we'll hear from a relatively new member of the board, but a long-time participant in the league.
1: Hi, I'm Robert Ike. I'm a council member in the city of Chesapeake in my third term. When I was first elected back in 2012, I went to the new legislators uh, class, so to speak, with VML. It was I was very impressed. They they taught me a lot about the the system and how it all works. And I started getting involved, and I was on the finance committee. I uh, went there for a couple of years, then I went to transportation, then I uh, moved up to the legislative committee. And it's just amazing the way everybody comes together. We have a common uh, force to uh, take issues to the legislators in Richmond and say this is what all of the cities and towns and uh, are thinking and, uh, and we present our legislative package. And that's so important that the legislators know what those with boots on the ground think about issues that affect our, our municipalities.
0: Thanks, Robert. Now let's talk to a man who needs no one to introduce him because he's going to do it himself.
2: Yeah, well, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, my name is Willie Grinney, and I am the mayor of City of Galax and past president of VML. But, you know, I, I've been coming to VML for a long time, and uh, it was just uh, it was such a great group. My wife and I we were talking, and uh, we we look out, we see the board, and they would be sitting up on the podium, and and you read and you hear about all the things that that they do and the accomplishments. And and I said, you know, I said I'd like to do that someday. I had no idea I <laughs> ever. I'd never be president, but it's it's been well worth it. Thanks, Willie. Now let's hear from a different voice,
0: from a different person, from a different part of the state. And what do you think about that?
3: That sounds great. I'm Katie Crystal from Arlington County, and I have the privilege of being the Urban Section Chair for 2021. One of the things that's so exciting about VML in general as a member and now as an executive committee member is this notion of how much stronger we are together with the same voices, particularly the towns, the cities? Uh, it's easy to get drowned out uh, when it's talking about being effective in Richmond during our legislative seasons, um, uh, sessions rather, whether the the administration or others. And the opportunity for us to really figure out how we can come together and amplify our voices is exciting. And as executive committee, we get to help steer that a little bit.
0: Now it's time to check in with Randy Eads, the city manager in Bristol, and a newer member of the board. Randy, why did you want to serve on the board?
4: You ask, why did I want to be a part of EML? I often ask, why not? Uh, You know, we have an opportunity here to be a voice for communities and uh, go to Richmond and say this is exactly what our localities need across the Commonwealth because sometimes um, when you get in Richmond and you see how the sausage is made, sometimes things are forgotten, and localities don't necessarily operate like state governments and we have to remember that when we're uh, passing laws that eventually impact localities, because lots of times laws that are passed will create a financial burden on localities that probably wasn't intended. But ultimately, we have to pick up the price. So I think it's important for anyone who's serving in local government to really be involved in VML and learn what we're about and learn how we can help them better uh, provide more services for their cities and towns and counties, of course.
0: Thanks, Randy. Now let's ask some board members about what they feel is the biggest advantage of being involved with VML. We'll start with City of Ashland Mayor Steve Trevett, who is in his second year on the board. Steve, what's a word you'd use to describe the advantage of being involved in VML?
5: I guess a word that comes to my mind is teamwork. Um, one of the things that happens to people sometimes is that you, you get an issue or problem and you feel like you're all by yourself. Uh, and nobody else is experiencing what you're experiencing. And so it's pretty obvious with VML that you get to experience uh, and you get to talk to individuals who've been through the same things or going through the same things. So that networking with peers, uh, it gives you a lot more reassurance, a lot more confidence that you're definitely not on your own with VML.
0: Okay. At this point, we really need to hear from our current president, City of Fairfax Council Member John Steely. John, What do you think makes the board work? VML is only as good as that next group willing to step in and serve. You know, when you're an elected official, it takes a lot to be there, but then to really help drive the value of our our collective understanding together and to put the time in it, it, it's a lot to ask to be on the board, but I think it's pretty rewarding because I learned something, no matter how big or small it is, an idea that I hadn't thought about before, and all of a sudden there's an aha moment as you kind of step into there. Thanks, John. Now let's bring in another voice. I'll let this board member introduce himself and share something about his locality and explain why he's enthusiastic about the Virginia Municipal League.
6: Well, Derek Wood, I'm the mayor of the oldest continuously chartered town in the entire state of Virginia. That's the town of Dumfries. We were chartered May 11, 1749, just for those history buffs out there. I think the biggest thing that drew me to VML was the ability to network with a group of peers who Uh, had the same passions and dreams to want to serve their community and we all had great ideas and together we can find solutions for our communities and what was very intriguing about the executive board is I'm one of the ones who say don't complain about something that I don't want to become the solution to and so uh, I seen a need to really get out and outreach and educate the body
0: okay we're going to stick with Derek for a minute here And we're going to bring Katie Crystal back into the conversation because I'd like to hear what the two of them think is good advice for those interested in getting involved in VML. Derek?
6: Yeah, I think if somebody is interested in leading and raising their hand, that's always commendable, right? You don't have to be able to add, multiply, divide or subtract, right? What Martin Luther King said, you ain't got to be the best at it. All you got to do is have a willingness to want to serve. Right. If you have ideas that you think are grandiose and you wanna contribute, right, just the fact that you wanna contribute, nobody's not gonna knock that. Right. We don't knock people that wanna serve. You know, just get ready to roll up your sleeves and do the work because activity is what's gonna bring results. And Katie says, We're stronger together.
3: That's right. And selfishly, there are a lot of benefits to serving uh, in terms of, frankly, our mental health, right, and personal development and growth. You're talking about stepping into the ring. Being an elected official can sometimes be a little bit of a lonely job. You don't necessarily have a lot of peers, right, for those who come from professions, maybe like uh, teaching medicine law, right? You have your your professional development, your standards of ed- education. You're frequently in a room full of people who are doing the same thing you're doing. Not that common as an elected official. And so the chance to just get together and uh, collaborate, maybe sometimes commiserate, right? Sort of talk about some of these uh, tactical problems we might be encountering back in our communities with people who have walked that walk. Um, It's rare and it's really satisfying. So um, it's service, but it's also, you know, there's some personal benefits too.
0: Thanks, Derek and Katie. Now, let's shift gears a bit. One of the great things about VML is that it gives both elected officials and managers from all over the state to serve together. This is true not only of the membership, but of the board as well. So let's check in with two ends of the state, Bristol and Chesapeake, and two roles, Bristol City Manager Eads and Chesapeake Council Member Ike.
1: Well, I'm a big believer in that just doing the right thing as a council member, voting for the right issues, or, or, or trying to, to personalize every action you take. Um, but there's always that political tone to it. Um, I've never made a decision based on whether I get elected or not, reelected or not. Um, and sometimes uh, those votes or those decisions may run contrary to what people think uh, should be done, uh, mainly people don't understand that that we've seen tons of of, uh, backup material on all this all the board uh, the the planning commission uh, the staff reports and and we seem to be making arbitrary decisions and we're not but as a council member you have to take that and fold a little bit of politics in there and sometimes the managers will look at us and go okay and uh, they just need to understand sometimes you have to serve that interest
4: you know, I fully get where council members come from when they're making decisions, and I always actually I was just on the phone with uh, one of my council members before I came down here and talking about a situation we have in Bristol and the political implications that are going to come from a decision that's going to be made here shortly. Uh, from a management standpoint, I think it's always important for council members to listen to their staff. Um, we're the ones in there every day dealing with those issues. We see those issues up close. They're personal to us. And whether, sta- whether council believes us or not, we've actually ran through so many different scenarios of how a situation may play out, and we feel like that we're giving you the absolute best advice that we can. And I would also advise council members and board of supervisors members to always be honest with your uh, management team. It's important that we know where you stand because at the end of the day, management has to find a solution between five or seven board members so that everybody can feel like they've gotten a win. And it's important that we know exactly where you stand so we can do that.
0: Hey, thanks for that great conversation, guys. Let's get back to another great couple of guys. Mayor Steve Trevette from Ashland and Mayor Willie Green from Galax. To hear why they think being involved with VML adds value to the work they do for their communities. We'll pick it back up with Mayor Trivette.
5: Um... For me, I just appreciate the, the group of folks that you had to work with. You know, as Willie says, that you have small places, you have larger populations, but everybody's kind of working with the same goals. And so I kind of visualize it as a toolbox and that you can have a lot of the same tools, but some of them are, are just the right size, just the right weight, um, just the right blade on that screwdriver. And so for me, I think with VML, um, you, can, you can find the right tool by talking to the right person. And, and one person will tell you where to go next. So uh, as far as surface on v, uh, service on VML, what I've really liked, when you get into an organization and you see it, uh, I've been on council since 2012, so I've, I've been coming to VML conferences, but when you can look at an organization and you see it from different perspectives, if it looks the same looking up as it looks looking down, then that's a good organization. And, and so that's given me uh, a lot of satisfaction too that with vml it's the same you don't get puffed up you don't change your goals you don't look for what's good for me you're still doing the same thing service service to the community the community is bigger with vml than than with your own town uh, or county or city but the service is the same
2: yeah I, I i uh it can be very intimidating i just i just didn't know if i could do it or not but once i got on and found out and you know Started meeting with everybody. I mean, we're all we're all in the same boat. We all do the same things. I mean, you know. So, you know, if you're interested, then you should just you should go for it.
0: Go for it, indeed. Thanks, Willie. Thanks, Steve. All right. Let's close out by hearing what some of our board members think will be important in the coming year for the Virginia Municipal League. We'll start with Robert Ike, and then let Randy Eads chime in before we check back with Derek Wood and close out with Katie Crystal. Everybody ready? Here we go.
1: I'd like to, to, to make sure that we sharpen our focus on our message to the, to the state legislators and to our membership.
4: Going forward over in 2022, I agree. I think we need to sharpen our focus on what we attack with the legislators and make sure that we go in there with a cohesive argument and we can explain our position well so that more and more people understand where we're coming from. Uh, there's a
6: benefit to a crisis. Crisis are necessary sometimes because people have gotten used to routine. A crisis comes along as a pattern interrupt, right? And so it forces you to get innovative and get real creative so that you think outside the confines of your comfort zone, right? Because in your comfort zone, you're gonna do what's comfortable and there's no type of growth that happens when you're comfortable. And so it's necessary for us as a community to grow, to have these, pattern interrupts to have these uh crises that come right because i think john f kennedy said the chinese don't have a word for crisis they have two symbols one is danger and the other is opportunity so you recognize the danger in the crisis but you also got to see the tremendous opportunity so yes we should never waste a good crisis and i'm looking forward to 2022 being more innovation uh keeping everybody uncomfortable not really on their heels, but on their toes, right? Ever alert and just always looking for the opportunity. Hopefully the crisis for me has always got me an opportunity not to see what's there and not really to be programmed to see, but to always, as Steve Jobs told us, think differently.
3: You know, I think we're going to find that this pandemic ends not with a bang, but a whimper, right? Our county manager's been teaching us, all of us, the new word endemicity, right, which is sort of the state of living with this is endemic. But I want to make sure we're taking this, seizing this opportunity to reflect on what we've learned and how we come back from this stronger. In my jurisdiction, I know that means things like um, uh, tackling uh, child care for low-income families, which is something the pandemics really surfaced, uh, talking about housing quality, which became ever more important as people uh, started to treat home as workplaces and classrooms, as well as a place to, to rest their head at night. Really learning from this experience of the pandemic and, and being stronger coming out of it than we went into it. And I think there are definitely analogies for us as VML. Uh, a tactical thing, but I think a really important one that we often collaborate on is what we've learned in terms of virtual meetings, right? Virtual participation. I think a lot of us have seen uh, back home in our jurisdictions new levels of public participation that outpace what we ever saw, right? So learning from that, shaping a common legislative agenda that might allow that, learning best practices from one another, that chance to really say um, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste, and we're gonna we're gonna learn and come out of this stronger.
0: Thanks, Katie that brand of realistic optimism is part of what makes the people who serve on VML's board and committees so great. Another part of what makes them great is their willingness to sit down and speak with the VML Voice. Thanks, everyone. If you are interested in getting involved with VML, get in touch. We'd love to talk to you. All right, that's a wrap for this episode of the VML Voice. The VML Voice is made possible in part through the support of Virginia Housing and Dominion Energy. We will return soon with another episode of about what makes the commonwealth work for everyone and now here is this episode's vml voice of reason
3: being an elected official can sometimes be a little bit of a lonely job and so the chance to just get together and uh, collaborate maybe sometimes commiserate um, it's rare and it's really satisfying